wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord this morning. I want you to be very expectant because something is about to drop in your life that will serve as a point of reference in your life forever in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord spoke to me that I should bless you. So with all my heart this morning, there is going to be release of blessings. Praise God. In a service like this, your sensitivity is required. Because at, you can miss what is dropping on you at any point in time by reason of insensitivity. Praise God. He said, if you see me being caught up, in every service there is a catching up moment. Praise God. And that is where your own miracle drops. But what will make you not miss your catching up moment is your sensitivity. You will never miss it this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Once again, I want to welcome everyone to service this morning. I have one of my sons with the wife here. Praise God. He's also a pastor at Logos Rema Church. Praise God. And uh, at Adenta Branch. Hallelujah. He's here with us. I want him to speak a word unto us. After which he has a book. I will talk about it. Pastor Fred, can you please come up to just say a word to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, so your papa knows I'm a very quiet person. I don't talk much when I'm talking. That means that there should be something fresh from the pots of heaven. Amen. Um, I have a book in my hands. Um, I wrote this. That was 2012. Sent now prosperity. But before, I won't say much about the book though. What I just want to say is that um, I'll give a one or two testimonies as a result of this book. I remember having sharing this book with the church. By the time I was through sharing the book with the church, I was just going to have my seat, and somebody walked to me. That was a woman, and she handed an envelope into my hands. When I opened the envelope later in the service, I didn't. I wasn't so much concerned about what was in the envelope. But later, when I opened it, it was gold, and it brought to my understanding that. When the Bible talks about the things that happen in us of the apostles, that people bring gold, their lands, and all those things, they are really true. By the time we're through with the service, when I walked out of the door, a young boy, about about almost 10 years, walked to me and says that my mother has sent me to give this to you. 
Um, you know, church at times we, I like joking and being with a with a young boys. And so when a boy gave it to me, when I opened it, it was one thousand Ghana cities. And strangely enough, I'm not saying this to catch your attention because at times when you're in church and you talk on money, people think you are after their money. By God's grace, I'm a banker, and so I see money every day. So money is not really what we are after. What we are after is the revelation. If you can catch the revelation, it is enough. So um, your papa, and I know his roots, will say from Bishop Oedipo that one revelation is enough to get you out of thousand times years of um, struggles. So I'll just recommend that you get this book. And I told Papa that um, I wasn't going to take the proceeds out of this book to Accra. There is time to sow. And there is time to read. This is a time of sowing. So when you are through with the service, just find one of these books, get it. And I believe it will be a blessing to you. Um, I won't talk much. So it's enough. Papa. Praise God. The book is Send Now Prosperity. Praise the Lord. I have read it. It is a very good book. Praise God. One thing about me is that every new material that comes into my hand, the first thing is that I check the content, the table of content. Praise God. Then I look at the table of content to read what is inside. Praise God. It is a very good book which I will recommend every one of us should get one. There will be some at the bookshop when we close. Get it. Praise God. Hallelujah. How much is it? Yes. So it is subsidized. Ten Ghana. Ten what? Praise God. You are blessed. Hallelujah. And then, praise the Lord. By the special grace of God, God has helped us to introduce a newsletter for the church. Praise God. It is called the Congress Digest. Hallelujah. It has been it, the prophetic team defined. It has in it devotional teachings. It has in it other teachings on life, integrity, and things. Which I want every one of us to get one. It will be coming out every month. Every month. Every month by the grace of God. It is not for... How should I put it? Not for profit. Yes, Francis. Right. How much did you do it? One is what? One Ghana. Yes. The, the amount they used to do this is the same amount they are selling. It. One Ghana. So everyone gets it. And then every month, devotional guides are in for every day. Praise God. And it is mainly 
on the prophetic theme for the month. So that's what we'll be doing. Every month, the prophetic theme, there will be devotional guidance that will help you to do your quiet time as well. Hallelujah. So when we close, it will be out there. You get one and you are blessed. Praise God. Hallelujah. We give God the praise, the glory, and the honor. This month, God has been speaking to us on the Sundays on the theme Understanding the Unlimited Power of Faith. Understanding the Unlimited Power of Faith. So in this service, we'll be doing Understanding the Unlimited Power of Faith, the part two. Praise God. Let's pray. We give you the glory, we give you the honor, we give you the adoration. You are worthy of praise and glory. Go ahead with your presence and with your power. Minister to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Sweet Holy Ghost, let your word come with might and power. Breathe upon us afresh. For there is oil, there is corn, there is meat in the word. You said it is the oil that makes the face to shine. It is the wine that enlightens. And it is the food that strengthens. This morning cause us to encounter the threefold revelation in the word in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that Father you touch my lips and my tongue with coals of fire. Cause me to speak as your oracle. In the name of Jesus let fire come unto us. And let there be a supernatural touch of every aspect of our lives. Heal the sick as you have always been doing. Open doors for those that are stagnant. Lift up the poor from the ashes and the needy from the pain. Cause us to be seated with the princes of our generation in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your light shine upon our various darknesses in Jesus' name. Lord, Holy Spirit, quicken, revive, bring life into situations in Jesus name you sent your word to heal heal terminal diseases heal bones diseases heal abnormal diseases every disease this morning by the instrumentality of your word let there be healing all around in the name of Jesus Christ begin to create Lord in our life by your word things that are missing in the name of jesus christ we give you the praise lord for you have always been with us and you have always glorified yourself we thank you for this morning also glorifying yourself in our lives even on this holy mountain removing the veils of coverings destroying the surfaces cast Swallowing death in victory to your glory and to your praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 
Understanding the unlimited power of faith Part 2 Praise God The gospel of Jesus Christ Is the greatest spiritual explosive Available to humanity To devastate the kingdom of darkness The gospel of Jesus Christ is the greatest spiritual explosive available to man to destroy all the forces of darkness in romans chapter 1 verse 16 he said i'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believeth so the gospel is the power of God to devastate, to destroy, to tear down, to pull down the kingdom of darkness. Please, that is why the gospel will always be relevant. Because there is no school of thought that can destroy the power of darkness except the gospel. Science cannot destroy the power of darkness. Technology cannot destroy the power of darkness. Law cannot destroy the power of darkness. Medicine cannot. The only instrumentality available to man to destroy all the powers of hell is the gospel. Praise God. Praise the Lord. But as powerful as the gospel is, praise God, as powerful as the gospel of Jesus Christ is, it only manifests as power when it is believed. It is the power of God to every man that believeth. So as potent God's word is, it never manifests its potency until it is believed. That is what makes faith so important in the kingdom. Because if the gospel is not believed, it looks like any other writings by man. Praise the Lord. It is the power of God to every man that believeth. So faith has unlimited power, praise God, to transform every life, to change every situation, and to devastate every issue of darkness. Because it is the gospel which is believed that we call faith. What is faith? Faith is believing what? The gospel. And when the gospel is believed, it culminates into power to deliver your chief triumph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, he said, They that come to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder. They that come to God must believe 
Faith is what moves God into rewarding. They that come to God must believe that he is. And when they believe, then he begins to reward. So it is faith that moves God into action. And it is faith that stops the devil taking the shield of faith. Wherewith you were able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. You take the shield of faith say, When the enemy is coming, the shield. It serves as a barricade. So faith is what stops the devil and moves God into action on your behalf. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is also what delivers the victory in life. All round victory. It is faith that delivers all round victory. In 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. God's word read. He said. He that is born of God. Overcometh the world. And, that, and this is the victory. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So if you want victory in marriage, your faith must be in action. You want victory in finances, your faith must be in action. If you want victory in your job, your faith must be in action. If you want victory over all the works of the devil, your faith must be at work. This is the victory. If you want all round victory, then you need all round faith. All round faith. Praise the Lord. There are people who are prospering financially. But they have health issues. Believers. Why? They have developed faith for prosperity. But they have not yet developed faith for divine healing. So they are still on drugs. Praise God. Hallelujah. This man standing here. Since 1996. Have never taken any pain in my life. I don't know how pale sent. Praise God. But it is in the, in the school of faith. You develop alongside. One by one. You develop your faith for healing. You develop your faith for prosperity. You develop your faith. It is not one thing that you, you develop it. Praise God. And it gives you victory. Please. This thing works. Kenneth Hagin said, for 70 years, he doesn't know how it means to feel what is called headache. 70 what? 70. What headache look like? The Lord is visiting you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. So your faith gives you all-round victory in all situations. Hallelujah. 
Faith is therefore the substance of Christianity. We call it the faith. Jude 3 said, Endlessly contend for the faith which was one delivered unto the saints. And the great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Acts chapter 6 verse 7. So it is the very substance of Christianity. When we got born again, those times, in the late 90s, uh, in the late 80s, and the early 90s, those apostolic, those times, the charismatic has not really begun well. When somebody is talking to you, say, this brother is in the faith. He doesn't say you are Christian. They say you are in heart. The faith is the substance of Christianity. They ask you, are you in the faith? Those days, born again wasn't so common. So they ask you, are you brother, are you really in the faith? When you do something, they look at your face. Say, are you really in the faith? Because those in the faith doesn't behave the way you are heard. Behaving. It's the very substance of Christianity. The walk with Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. What is this faith that we are talking about? I want to give two definitions for it. One, faith is a spiritual booster for the supernatural. It's a spiritual booster for the supernatural. A spiritual catalyst. It is what turns every other thing to manifest supernaturally in John chapter 14 verse 12 he said he that believeth on me then he said the works that I do will he do also he that believeth on me Jesus is talking the supernatural works that I do he will also do the same so what will make you manifest supernatural acts and supernatural works is believing. It's all believing. He that believeth. So faith is a spiritual booster, catalyst. Praise God. That turns every other thing to manifest supernaturally. He that believeth on me. And in John chapter 6 verse 29, John 6 29, Jesus was speaking. He said, this is the work of God, that ye believe on him that he has sent. So if you really want to work the works of God, and we all believe that the works of God are supernatural, then you have to believe. You need to believe. Faith. You need to have faith. Believest thou that I, the Son of Man, can do this? He said, Yea, Lord. Then he said, Be thou unto you according to your faith. Blind men, and then the eyes open. So it is what turns things 
into the supernatural. Praise God. What again? What is faith? Number two. Faith is also a display of confidence in God until the desired result is obtained. Faith is a display of confidence in God until the desired resource is obtained. In Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35, it says, Cast not therefore away your confidence. Don't throw away your confidence. Don't put away your heart. Confidence. Display your confidence in God. For it has a great recompense of reward. A display of confidence in God until the desired resource is obtained. That is faith. Praise God. Like the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Misak, and Abednego. Here all came. We will not bow to your idol, display of confidence in God. We know our God will deliver us. But if he even chooses not to deliver us, we will still not bow. Did God deliver them or not? Display of confidence in God until you see the desired results. Praise God. They said, Daniel, when we see you praying again, you are a dead man in hungry lions. This plot of confidence, that was the day he opened all his windows. And he began agonizing. Calabados, Kampate, Ketekados, Sope. And you see, the enemies were hunting for him. Praise God. He knew that. So he, he opened everything. See me. He knew hungry lions were there. And Somebody who have gone into the den of hungry lions was speaking grammar. My God has sent his angels. Display of confidence in who? God. That is faith. Not the confessed claim. Confessed claim people are doing now. Praise God. That when there is small persecution, then they fall out. Display of absolute dependence on God. Confidence. Knowing that God is your only source. There is none else. Praise God. God is your only source. There is all. None else. In fact, me, the way I talk, when I even need help from people, they will not give me. So I will not even think of looking for help. Yes. Because there is absolute display of confidence in God. That is faith. Praise God. Now, in the school of faith, please be alert at this moment. In the school of faith, there is what we call the word of faith. Praise God. The word of faith is developed. You derive from the word. And there is what we call the gift of faith. 
The gift of faith is given by God. It is given by God. It is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Which the Holy Spirit given as He wills. And there is what we call the Spirit of faith. Praise the Lord. Which is transferred or imparted. Hallelujah. The word of faith is the principles which is developed through the word. The gift of faith is given by the Holy Spirit as he wills. The spirit of faith is imparted or transferred from generation to generation. Praise God. The word of faith is not imparted. You have to grow in it. You have to grow. That is what Thessalonians 4 says to the church in Thessalonians. We are bound by, because thy faith, we are bound in thanksgiving and rejoice with thee. Because thy faith groweth exceedingly. Thy faith groweth hot. Exceedingly. So this morning, in this impartation service, we want to zoom in to the spirit of faith. Now, hear me. What is the spirit of faith? Please, some of these things, write them because they are not in books. They are not in books. It's very difficult to have been researched. It's very difficult to find some of these things in books. Praise the Lord. They are fresh revelations which is coming out. Which is coming out. The spirit of faith is that force that drives an individual to cheaply walk in the word of faith. It is that force which drives you to cheaply walk in the word of faith. Please, how many word scriptures don't you know? But how many of them do you believe them? Because if you believe them, you'll be seeing the manifestations. Hallelujah. The spirit of faith is what drives an individual to practice faith as a lifestyle. You are talking faith. That I am blessed. I will not borrow whatever. But when you are caught in the corner... You'll be thinking. When you are pressed, when hot, you'll be thinking. But if you borrow it, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. God has not said when you borrow, you have sin. But the spirit of faith drives you to walk in faith as what? A lifestyle. That is what makes you put your life online. There is so much confidence. It builds you up to the point that at the point you become so solid on the word of God that if I perish, I perish. Praise God. In 2 Corinthians 4.13 it says, We, having the same spirit of faith, as it is written, I have believed, and therefore I have spoken. Then it says, we also believe, 
and spoke. Hallelujah. We are having received the same spirit of faith. The spirit of faith is carried on from generation to generation. That's what Paul was saying. We receive this spirit of faith from the fathers before us. And that spirit of faith is working for us too. Anyone who knows how to connect with, believe, and speak as Christ speaks, and speak as God speaks. And we believe, myself and my group, we believe, and we also what? Spoke. Praise God. Praise God. There is no new spirit anywhere. It is the same Holy Ghost in Genesis. Who is the same Holy Ghost now? Praise God. And the same spirit of faith working in the life of Abraham is the same spirit of faith that, is, that was carried on in the time of his son Isaac, in the time of Jacob, in the time of Joseph. It is carried on from generation to generation. Praise God. Are you here? Praise God. That's why Solomon was saying in Ecclesiastes, he said, there's nothing new under the sun. Whatever has been said, has been said before. Whatever has been known, has been made known us. There's nothing new because it is the same spirit from generation to generation. And the spirit of faith is transferred from one generation to another generation. I was listening to an excerpt on Smith Wigglesworth. He caught the spirit of faith. You see, Smith Wigglesworth wasn't only the word of faith. The word of faith is the principles. The spirit is what gives its potency. How many people don't teach faith? But there are many people who practice what? Faith. It is not the teaching that makes it work. It is the practicing. That gives the result. Are you here? Abraham believed God. And it was accounted to him. As what? Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the spirit of faith is carried on from generation. Please let's be on our feet. Everyone be on your feet. Pause the message, please. So the spirit of faith. I was, I was, I was, I was. I was listening to excerpts on Smith Wigglesworth. And then, from the, his, his lifestyle, he caught the spirit of faith from Kayon. The impartation of faith was derived from Kayon. Are you here with me? Amen. And when he caught the spirit in his generation, he exploded the word of faith. And the lifestyle of faith to the point that an illiterate 
Smith Wigglesworth was an illiterate. He learned reading with the Bible. But he could not be downplayed. Not by anything, but by the oppressing of the spirit of faith. He wasn't a normal preacher, normal reverend minister. Praise God. He was a firebrand minister. Praise God. Who have no, he has no ethical sense in ministry. All that he knows is fire, faith at work. Praise God. And then, can I help? Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, spirit of faith is carried from generation to generation. Kenneth Hagin was saying from his history, they asked him, who did the spirit of Wigglesworth drop? He said, I don't know, but all that I know is that I read all readables of Wigglesworth to the point that I could quote from his books without, I could quote portions and pages and lines. Praise the Lord. And he said, the spirit of Wigglesworth is on me. That is why in his days, the word of faith movement, you can't talk about word of faith in the generation of Higgins without not mentioning his name. Because the spirit of faith was upon him. So it made the word of faith more effectual. The spirit of faith is what drives the word of faith. And make it produce results. Praise God. And I heard my papa say, Bishop David Oyedipo, coming from the backside of the desert, he went to Hagin's ministry and then he said, Lord, whatever make Higgin, Higgin, I want it. And in the midst of the meeting, he said, a catchy moment, something shoot from the man into him. And he broke down. He started crying. And then he heard the voice of the Lord saying, my son David, the baton has been passed over unto you. Please, Spirit of faith is passed on from generation to what? The good news is that the passing on of the spirit of faith, it doesn't only go to one person. It goes to as many as are willing, as many as are hot. Because I have heard the old man, Kenneth Copeland, also say that the spirit of faith from Hagin dropped upon him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you here? I have also heard people like Creflo Dollar, people like uh, this, this man, Jerry Savelle, all saying that the spirit of faith on Copeland also dropped on us. On them. Yeah. The point is that it doesn't go on one person. Amen. It is God who does it. So it is transferred from generation to what? Generation. Praise God. Now, what does the spirit of faith do? What does it do? 
use of the spirit of faith is that it makes you speak the unspeakable. Yeah. You see the invisible. Yeah. You dare the unbearables. Yeah. Things that people are running from, you dare them. Yeah. Who are thou, O great mountain, before me? In the name of Jesus, become a plane. You expect the unexpectable. Yeah. Praise God. You conquer the unconquerable. Hallelujah. You speak to rest, you open and you die. That's the spirit of faith as well. That was what worked in the fathers of faith in Hebrews chapter 11. Amen. The sea saw them and fled. You dare the unbearables. You achieve the unachievables. That's what the spirit of faith does. It makes you work the work of God. It has no impossibility in it. That is what makes you live a life of all possibility. All things become possible to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anytime the spirit of faith is in action, it's a catchy moment. Praise God. Because generals are about to be raised. I had an an encounter, some of the living death know, with God in 1997. In fact, it was the latter months of 1997. As a young teenager, who who, who loved God, praise God, and just flowing with Jesus. At that time, I didn't, I, I knew some few things about faith and faith because my, my church that was in was a very good teaching church. That's why I can teach the way I teach. Praise God. I thank God for my, my great men, Pastor Ola, Reverend Matambo. These are generals. Praise God. And at that time, these six, Archbishop Benson Dahosa have just died. I didn't know. Because I've only read one book on him. All things are possible. Some book me with his face at the back. And I had an encounter in a vision form. I was sleeping. And then I saw this man. I have not, I just knew his face on the book. I, I haven't been seeing him on the television before and I saw him the man at the book that I read pouring something from him to me please note I was a man with a second heart I was a man with a second heart praise God a man with a second heart but after that encounter Something turned in my life. That morning, those times we were doing dumb broadcast. That morning, I woke up and went out as, as my normal routine to do dumb broadcast. While I was preaching, 
there was fire. Somebody who was in his room. And mostly when I'm preaching like that, I close my eyes. So when I finished, I was praying. Somebody has been convicted by the power of God. Came out, came and kneeled before where I was. I didn't see the person. Praise him because I have closed my eyes and I'm firing into the air. Whoever is hearing, hear. Praise God. So when I opened my eyes, when I finished, God bless you. It is done in Jesus' name. Then I opened my eyes and somebody kneeling there. In fact, I went, I, 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 I moved two steps. Then he said, Pastor, you see, you, when you were preaching, something, something, something. Like the guy couldn't even want to talk. The, he is so much convicted and filled with the Holy Something, something, something. I want you to pray for me. I need Jesus. I want to go to church. To cut a long story short, I took that, I introduced Jesus to him, took that man to church where I was attending harvest fest, and then he became a strong person in the church. Now, I didn't know what I encountered then. Praise the Lord. So as I was growing, I got to know that in Africa, the faith movement in this continent began with that man. Praise the Lord. That is where all other charismatic church, Papa Nick, Christian Axenhot, faith, all his sons, that is where it came from. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, by God's own prerogative, that imparted to me the spirit of faith. In Jesus' name, I command an impartation upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever will hinder this spirit in entering you today, it is removed out of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. It is transferred. It is transferred. It is transferred. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Now, hear me again. My father is here with my mother. When I came to this city, there are two things I pray to God for. I pray to God for a mentor, a mentor, a mentor. Mentors are spiritual coaches, praise the Lord. And I said, I need a mentor who will help me, praise God, to manifest what is in me. The first time I met mommy and daddy was just a small meeting, praise the Lord. But the very moment we met, the Lord spoke to me. This is the one you have been asking me for. Praise God. When we first met, we have never met, but we were speaking the same language. We were speaking what? The same language. The same language of faith. 
the whatever is on my mentor's heart, the same thing God was developing in me. The spirit of meekness. Hallelujah. During the ordination, the only thing I, I told him, I said, when it comes to the anointing, I don't want any other pastor to lay my Please, did I say that? that is, I told him. Because I have only one head. I don't want it to be wasted. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm so particular about that. I'm concerned about who lay hands on us. Me. I told that, that please, during the prayer, any other thing people can do, but the prayer, I want you, and then Reverend Akwefu only, to do that. Nobody else. Because you must be straight to divine realities. You must be straight to what? Divine realities. In the midst of it, something else. I saw that my meekness level has increased. Has what? Capacity has increased. Has increased. Have increased. This morning, anything in you that is dormant, I command in the name of Jesus Christ, by the impartation of the Holy Ghost, may you receive the impartation of the spirit of faith and the spirit of meekness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. How do you contact the spirit of faith? Briefly. One. Identify a carrier. Identify someone that that spirit is working in. Jesus said, go to them that sell and buy. The wise virgins, they told the foolish one, you want oil? There are people who sell it. Go there and do what? Buy. So identify someone that that spirit is working in. Identify. 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 Two. Crave. Have a personal crave for that spirit. Test for it. In Psalm 63, verse 1 to 3. Oh Lord my God. Early in the morning I will seek thee. My soul tested for thee. My flesh longed for thee, O God. In a dry and in a weary land. Where no water is to see your glory and your power. If the poor and the needy seek water. And there is none. And their tongue faileth for test. I, the Lord, will pour water on them. I will open rivers unto them. And pour them streams of water. Isaiah 41, verse 17 to 21. Crave. Crave. Praise the Lord. Crave for it. And then, point three. Open up to the words of the carrier. Because spirits are transferred through words. In Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2, he said, And the Spirit entered into Ezekiel. The Spirit entered unto me when he spake. 
in Acts 10 44. While Peter yet spoke, the Holy Ghost fell. So identify to the West. Get messages. Get books. As you are, you are under such ministry, don't just go to here. Go to be imparted. Because words are spirit. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are heart. Life. Jesus said it. Praise God. And then four, what do you do? Engage in a soul tie relationship with the person. Engage in the soul tie relationship with the person. Elijah was not ready to leave Elijah to go. Elijah was discouraging him. He said, No, I'm in a soul tie relationship with you. If you be cross Jordan, and you go, because I'm in a so tight relationship with you, I'm not leaving you. He said, I'm going to Jericho. He said, I'll go to you, with you. I'm going to Gilgal. He said, I'll go with you. I'm going to Bethel. He was not only the son of the prophet. There were sons of the prophet. But it was only Elijah who followed. He had a so tight relationship. When they were introducing Elijah, they said, Elijah, the servant of Elijah, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. A soul tie relationship. Praise God. Somebody like Joshua. Joshua was in soul tie relationship. When you read Numbers chapter 11, when God was taking the spirit upon Moses and put it upon 70 other elders, there's when the spirit fell on them, the fire of God came down. They all ran away. They all ran away. All the young men, they ran away. It was, it was left with only Moses and Joshua who were there. He said, no, I'm in a so terrible relation. If this fire will burn you, it has to also burn me. That's what we are talking about. So terrible relationship. Whatever concerns the person, concerns what? You. Amen. That's how you contact impartation, transference. Not this generation that they sit and run. See another prophet and then he's going. See another prophet and he's going. See. How many people do you hear me saying their names on this order? If it is not Bishop Oedipo, it is Bishop Akun. Praise the Lord. It's it's not hit and run. It's not hit and run. It's a soul tie relationship. Soul tie relationship. It's a soul tie relationship. Praise God. And lastly, engage in a fatherhood tie with the carrier. Engage in a fatherhood tie with the carrier. For Proverbs thirteen twenty says, He that walk with the wise will be wise. A companion of fools shall be hot. Destroy. You tie up. People that you want impartation with from are not your colleagues. 
that you want transference and impartation from are not your colleagues. If you see somebody as your colleague, you can never be imparted. I've said it to the leaders. When I go for meetings, and they say pastor in some meetings, and then they say pastor. If I have come to receive, I don't sit there. I sit down because when I sit at the same level, what I'm saying is that my level and your level are hot. They say no, my level is not. I have come to receive one that will make me right. So every meeting I go, I go and say. Well, I have come to receive. I have not come to. You see some young ministers. They are carrying their Bibles. There's the senior pastor. Congress over. Yeah, yeah. You never go with anything. You are going to sit in the same level with this man. What can you, what can you receive? Praise the Lord. What can you receive? What do you know about ministry? That you are going to sit with level with Papa. Praise the Lord. Have kingdom sense. Have kingdom heart. Praise God. So engage in the fatherhood time. With the career. In that case, the impartation is solid. Hallelujah. Praise God. Who is the imparter? As we, we are finishing. Every transference of the spirit is done by God. In Numbers chapter 11, verse 16 and 17. Numbers 11, please. 16 and 17. God spoke to Moses and said, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Seventeen. And I will come down and take with thee there, and I will take up the spirit which is upon thee, and I will put it upon them. That's what we call transference. The same spirit upon a person is taken by God and put it upon you. So you assume the very status of the person. You carry the same spiritual engine of the person. Praise God. Because what is working on him is what is working on what? On you. That's what. You see, that one is, 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 is a different level. Praise the Lord. Isaac Newton said, if I've gone far and see far, it's because by standing on the shoulders of those who have gone ahead of me. Praise God. Transference makes you stand on the shoulders of those who have gone ahead of you. The same engine they carry, you carry the same engine. And you begin to operate at their level at the same time. Praise God. So God is the one. He said, I will take it and put it. Praise God. I will do what? 
and then put it. And there were 70 people. He was taking the spirit upon one man, Moses, and put it upon 70 other people. So in transference, the spirit doesn't need to enter only one person. It enters many. So God is the one who does the transference. How does he do it? One, by his own prerogative, he chooses. He chooses. Like the encounter I had with Archbishop Benson the Hosea, I didn't know anything about him. It was God's own prerogative. Who imparted something to him. Praise God. Amen. Two, how does he do it? He does it by the craving of the person. Your personal craving. Your personal craving. Praise God. Amen. I saw Bishop David Oedipo in 1998. And I love the way he does everything. Just one meeting. And then I've been following him since then. Following him. Reading his books. Getting his messages. Whatever. Whatever. Some people used to call me Oedipo's boy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Craving and something was coming on me. Coming on me. Coming on me. Hear me. You see, Papa doesn't talk about so many things. When his mother was about to leave this earth, the Lord showed me. I called some of the pastors in there. They didn't even know. Some of them even up to now don't know that Papa's father has been, mother has been with the Lord. The Lord showed me. I saw myself with him and with his son. In the funeral. And then, who was that? The mother. I called one pastor friend. And I said, Papa's mother is about to go. So we don't know some of these things. Papa. So he himself talked about it in this law. Praise the Lord. You see, it is connectivity. Just as in water, face answered to face. So a heart of man answered to what? Another man. Connectivity. So, crave. Crave for the thing. And lastly, by prophetic prompting. How does God that impart, transfer the spirit? By prophetic prompting. As God is said to do this morning. There is a command to bless this morning. Praise the Lord. There is a command to what? Bless. So as you are being said this morning, any force of faith, spirit of faith at work in this commission, may you be imparted with in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. The only way not to catch the spirit because it is the spirit of God the only way not for you to be empowered with it or to be transferred with is when you are dead. When you are hot. He said, gather unto me seven day elders so you must be alive. Praise God. 
He didn't say go to the tomb and bring that. It's the seventh day that's known by the people. Praise God. If you are not alive, you can't be transferred with any spirit. And by being alive, I mean if you are not saved, you cannot be transferred with. The only way for you to receive transference, the number one way is your salvation. You must be born again. So this morning you are here and Jesus is not in your life. You need him because something is about to be released right now. Hallelujah. Something is about to be what? There is a commandment to bless this morning. Our fathers are here. Praise God. Your grandfather is here. My father is here. And your father too is here. Praise God. You don't have any problem. So salvation is the number one. Number two, you have to be a son. Who can be imparted? First is salvation too. Son. Son. Son are the people who receive transference. Or daughters. No strangers. Praise the Lord. Not what? Strangers. So this morning, as we are about to be said, I want us to please be on our feet. You have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you and worship before, with us at Congress Global Ministries, located before, at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.